Nalema kulila misozi Nikayanga na banja latu Kupadu atinabadu wa mushe Koma lelo lipazulika Nikale tinangalapo konwela Lelo heka Titikumbukila kweta chokela Amai kubutika mutima Koma zoti tazisoa Ni maona misozi masomwake Ni mafuto wabale ni mafuto Africa, 
which will not be necessary for you to do that. So all the information is on the website, uh, zbtr.org. Uh, one thing here that I need to point out or mention is that uh, we are reconstructing or rebuilding whatever the terminology is, Bella and uh, uh, Kelvin, or are working on our website to make it easier to navigate, to make it user-friendly, because we had a lot of issues when people were trying to register. So zbtr.org, or uh, you can go to zambiablogtalkradio.com, whichever works, and that's what is going to happen. Okay, so that's uh, information about the uh, uh, the celebration in September. We'll keep talking about it. Check out our Facebook page, Zambia Block Talk Radio, and also Twitter, Zambia Block, at Zambia Block Radio. That's the information. Okay, Bella, uh, Kelvin, before we get into the discussion here, uh, Kelvin is going to lead our discussion today. I'm looking forward to this. Um, it's always good when you have Kelvin on the end of where he's receiving because he really throws high punches. <laughs> <laughs> Kelvin is like Mike Tyson. He really hits hard. When he give, when that uppercut comes through, trust me, you are going to the ground. <laughs> but right, it's so good. Right. We are a diverse family here, and we call it the Zambia Block Talk Radio Global Family. Okay, Kelvin, what, what's been burning on your heart? Uh, no, actually, I think uh, uh, it would be a good idea to kind of like digest and discuss uh, the Financial Intelligence Center's uh, findings and uh, their reporting methodology, and who uh-huh. acts on uh, you know who acts on those reports? Uh, you know, is it the president or what information does the president receive versus what uh, you know we the public uh, you know consume from 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 their work? So I think yeah, mm. it would be a good idea. It would be a good idea to to look at that. Yes, and uh, the, 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 let's begin from this point here because uh, you know we don't want to 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 assume and take it for granted that everybody understands what the financial intelligence uh, um, FIC, right? Uh, yes, it's FIC. We don't want to assume that everybody understands what the financial intelligence center is and uh, what it's about. Could you just give a brief outline? Uh, when was this established? What are its objectives? What are its terms of reference, like they say? And uh, what is okay. going on here with the Fed? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the, the Financial Intelligence Center is uh, the uh, financial intelligence unit of the government of the Republic of Zambia. And it was established uh, November 2010 by an act of parliament. Uh, it was called it's called the Financial Intelligence Center Act uh, mm-hmm. number 46 of 2010. Yeah. Um, so the, the 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 designated purpose of this agency uh, was to receive, uh, request, analyze, and disseminate uh, you know the disclosure of information concerning suspected money laundering and terrorist financing and other serious offenses. Now the disclosure. Uh, was to be made to competent authorities for investigations like the DEC, the ACC, and uh, and the police. Um, uh, the view is obviously to assist uh, with combating uh, money laundering and terrorist financing. Um, what the, the the vision of uh, FIC is is to create a stable financial system uh, in Zambia free from uh, financial crimes. 
Okay, because the issue or the, the argument here, uh, rather, uh, Kelvin, was that uh, uh, the, what do you call it, the international community probably uh, thought from the terror, I'm, I'm speaking from a terrorist point of view, they thought that uh, Africa had a lot of loopholes for terrorists to channel their finances to fund terrorist attacks. Is that right? Yes. Yes, uh, actually, yeah, that was uh, that was one of the the, the reasons actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. So this thing has been in operation or in existence for nine years. If we may put it that way. Yes. Two thousand mm-hmm. yes, uh, nine years. What can we say or what can you tell us about uh, you know findings? What are some of the major highlights or achievements that uh, uh, this center has achieved or or brought to light, whatever word we want to use. Yeah. So, so the the, the achievements, uh, quite frankly, are, are you know invariable, and I say that because uh, yes, it does uh, you know receive, it does disseminate uh, you know suspected uh, you know terror financing or money laundering. Uh, it has generated reports where you know uh, top level government officials have been uh, named. Uh, but we're looking at okay the uh, prosecutorial levels, right? Who has you know been prosecuted based on what the FIC uh, found out? You see, so to me, I think uh, some of the uh, terms of reference for the FIC are at variance with uh, the ACC, for instance, because if you look at uh, uh, one of the functions of FIC is to receive. Right, receive, request, and analyze suspicious transaction reports. Well, what does the ACC do? Right, the ACC does receive, uh, you know, uh, some of this information. Right, um, the, does the ACC investigate? Yes, the ACC does investigate. So, what I'm getting at is, I don't think we need to get to a situation where uh, the relationship between the FBI and the CIA gets in their way of investigating something, you know, effectively. You see that? So I think to me, uh, uh, the terms of reference for FIC must be very, very specific to probably the banking sector because what they're Mm -hmm. doing is monitoring uh, transactions, the movement of transactions. For instance, uh, real quick, for instance, uh, you are a civil servant, right? Uh, we know your salary, Nathan, is $50,000, but we are seeing uh, $200,000, $300,000 transactions uh, entering and uh, exiting your account. You see, that's through the banking system. But how are they, how are they tracking illicit transactions that don't even hit the banking system? We had Austin Lee to bury $2 billion in the ground, right? That money was cash money. How could they mm-hmm. have, uh, you know, yeah, how could they have captured uh, that information? Because that $2 billion would have been used for terrorist financing for all we care, you see? Thanks. Let, 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 let's, let, let's break down uh, the, the three terms that you have, you have uh, uh, raised here, uh, Kelvin, as the way the FIC is supposed to operate, receive, request, and analyze, right? Are those the three terminologies? Yes. Yes. Now, when you say, just break down, just break each one of them down. When you say receive, request, 
probably analyze this a bit straightforward, but I still want you to talk about it. So receive, let's talk about receive. Yes. So they're receiving uh, suspicious transaction reports, right? And that's why I was saying I think FIC is more effective if they focus on uh, transaction reports that hit the banking system, right? Because that way, uh, it's like uh, the banks here uh, in the U.S., Nathan, uh, $3,000 or $10,000 transaction every day is reported to the FBI. You see that? But what about the drug money? How is that information captured uh, for a country for a country like ours uh, if you don't uh, depend on um, whistleblowers, right? Then you're missing that information. You're not capturing that information. Um, I'll give you another perfect example, uh, the Ronald Stotela case, right? Although, although it's in court, we're just high level, you know, we're just making assumptions here. Uh, how did anybody end up buying those properties without a financial uh, uh, track? You see, so those are the illicit transactions that uh, you know I'm concerned about. That I Okay, it looks like Kelvin dropped. Uh, let's uh, take an opportunity to say good morning to to everybody. I thought I thought it was my line that I dropped, Bella. Uh, hi, Pianki. Good morning, Nate. How are you, sir? How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. <laughs> it's great to hear that. Yes, Kelvin is back. What's Kelvin talking about the what are you mm-hmm. what are you speaking on matters of Zambia banking? Uh, he's talking, we are talking about the work of the Financial Intelligence Center, which was established in Zambia by an act of parliament in 2010. The idea, <clears throat> excuse me, is actually breaking down the functions, its terms of reference, and how it works. Oh, right. okay. Yeah, it's called Financial right. Intelligence Center, yeah. If he continues, yeah. you'll catch up with him. Hi, Dr. Pat, before I go to Kelvin. Good morning, good morning. Yes, good morning, everybody. Uh, Kelvin is walking us through the terms of reference and the work of the Financial Intelligence Center because it has come up against Zambia's headline news and uh, some circles or politicians are accusing them of uh, revealing information which is uh, not supposed to be made to the public. Okay, Kelvin, you were talking, you are explaining something. Continue. I'll be coming to everybody yes. here, especially Bela, who's been here from the beginning, to give some of his thoughts on some things. Right. So, yeah, I was talking about uh, those three operative words, receive, request, and analyze, and I, I finished off yes. with receive. So, in terms of requesting, uh, they are mandated to request uh, this information from, you know, whichever institution, uh, banking, uh, for instance, uh, they can request uh, information on uh, uh, on people. Um, I think that the, not the target per se, but uh, uh, the, the group of people that uh, you know are, are in the frame are what are called PEPs, uh, politically exposed uh, persons, and these are you know 
top government officials, uh, uh, you know, those connected to, you know, ministers, maybe the president and things like that. Um, when it comes to analyzing, so once they receive or request this information or these reports, then they analyze and try to determine if there's a re reasonable uh, uh, information, uh, you know, to suspect money laundering from individuals. Now, when they do these things, Nathan, uh, they, they have to inform uh, investigative wings, uh, such as the ACC, the DEC, the police, they give them this information to, to, to investigate. So once you look at that, FIC has no powers to investigate. They have powers to, to analyze and disseminate that information where they suspect money laundering. Now, when you say disseminate, to whom do they disseminate this information? Uh, information is disseminated to law enforcement agencies. Like I said, where there are reasonable grounds uh, to suspect money laundering, but obviously the first uh, in the first instance the president receives uh, the report, just like in any other country, the president receives the report, and then the uh, FIC also makes uh, that report uh, public. But obviously the contents of uh, the report the president receives are different from. Uh, the contents we receive, and I, I would understand why, because um, this this is this has to do with intelligence matters. Uh, you cannot, even if uh, you 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 have reasonable belief that uh, uh, you know Nathan has been doing this, you can't publicly expose uh, Nathan because uh, there's one other piece which is required, which is uh, investigation. And because FIC is not mandated to investigate, they can't just go and uh, start releasing people's names. So is that where we are seeing a, a conflict when people say FIC is not shouldn't have released this type of information or something like that? Is that where the the contradiction is coming in, Kelvin? That is where yeah, that is where the conflict is. They can they can release generic information like they do. You know what I'm saying? They are saying uh, we have uh, politically exposed uh, uh, you know persons named in this report but when we're, we're not giving you the names because we're not an investigative wing we want the investigative wings to investigate and be sure because our mandate ends at disseminate receiving requesting analyzing so we've done these things and we reasonably believe that you know such individuals are involved in money laundering right they pass on that information to the investigative wings who carry out their investigations. It's at that point that uh, the investigative wings, once they also are sure that what they received from the FIC is correct, they are the people that then proceed with prosecution, and that's at that point where you and I and the rest of the public uh, know who it is uh, that you know, may possibly have been named in that FIC report. Interesting. That, that's interesting information right there. Bela, let me throw this at you. Do you think that an institution organization like FIC is effective in a system like ours? In, when I say ours, I mean Zambia. Uh, no, I don't think they're effective, given just how there's an imbalance of power in the country. I think it's too much power in the executive branch for them to really uh, allow for free investigations. Let's say ministers being implicated 
I mean, the president can technically shield that person from investigation unless just, you know, they feel like this person needs to go. But otherwise, history has shown that presidents are willing to protect their own when they're implicated in financial scandals. Just look at the Minister of Health, was that 20, 2008? Mm, yeah. Look at the gentleman who's implicated now, he's an ambassador where, in Sweden. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. So basically, your position there is that it's it's a what? It's a grandstanding. It's a, a do what I the master that gives you. Step uh-huh. right it's a step in the right direction. I definitely agree that this report should be made public, and of course, information should be withheld if it's going to impede investigations. But what okay. we don't see is like the action following these reports. Like what has been the outcome of the past reports that have been released? Because they've shown that the level of financial, uh, that's what I'm looking for, illicit activities have gone up from the previous year. But what happened from the last year's report? Who has been prosecuted or investigated uh, from those reports? Mm-hmm. Before I go to Alan, uh, Kelvin, I want you to respond to something, uh, one statement from Bella's contribution. Have we seen any action taken? Hi, Nathan. Nathan? My thing is not working yeah, properly. Have we seen anyone prosecuted from the reports of FIC? So, so, uh, so, like, so like I said, uh, they disseminate that information to the investigative wings, right? And, the, you know, the investigative wings have to investigate now. What gets lost in, in uh, translation is if they find a person uh, truly, you know, uh, 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 wanting, the investigative wings then, when, when they prosecute, they don't tell the Zambian public that this is based on uh, the, the fake report. They don't do that, you see. So it's hard to tell whether anybody has been prosecuted and successfully for this matter based on the findings of, uh, of uh, the FIC. That's interesting. Alan, your thoughts? Yeah, you see, my, my, my thoughts are some of these things that we adapt, right? Uh, and obviously, the, the whole thing was set up recommendation from outside. So we looked at other countries, how they do things, and say, if we had this, it may help us. The trouble is this as long as you have an, an institution that can say this thing is something is wrong here but they have to pass on that information to somebody else who has to get permission from the overall appointing officer, which is the president. So if, as the president, I am indebted to you, Nathan, whatever report that they bring to me, I will find ways of uh, this thing is not going to go anywhere because of the relationship that we have. So if we had an independent judiciary that does not have to report to the president or get permission from uh, set out or the other wing to prosecute, this would be very effective. You know, this is what the Anti-Corruption Commission is supposed to be, for instance. But if that person who is investigated is highly indebted or is in the, you know, is entrenched in with the president of the country, that's it. We'll cut the small fish, which is not really going to yield much. It make much of a difference. So that's the, so the principle, the idea sounds great on paper. But in terms yeah. of how effective is it going to be, that's what we need to be working on. 
Now, let me let me raise a very critical point here, and this is I want Dr. Patrick Bianchi, everybody. Good morning, Dr. Musanje. Hi, Cletus. Uh, we're discussing. Uh, Kelvin is leading us a discussion on the work and functions of the Financial Intelligence Center. It has come up in the news again. Uh, made some news in Zambia. I think they must have released information, and some of our political leaders, leaders and legislators are upset. Is there such a thing worldwide as an independent? What's the an independent what? The, the reason I'm raising this issue, Dr. Patrick Bianchi, is that we have seen this play out also in one of the greatest democracies in the world, ladies and gentlemen, the Mueller report. Okay. The, 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 what do you call it? Some, what's the word they were using? Redacted? Is that the word? Those things they, they hid out, they crossed out, or they covered on top. I'm using layman's language here. Is there such a thing as a free, whatever you want to, whatever word you want to fill in the blanks there, Pianchi? Is there such a thing worldwide? I mean, because even in the United States, when they pass a law, it has to go to the president's desk. He has to veto it or sign it, assent to it. Is there such a thing as a free media, free, free, what do you call it? Free court, free. I don't know. I'm just the word free. The way we use the word free, Pianchi. I don't know what your thoughts are on that. Well, you asked a whole lot there, uh, Nathan. <laughs> well, yeah, first because we to... keep throwing this word around. It's not. I mean, yeah. this word keeps coming up every, in a lot of discussions. I mean, this is not let's just put... CNN, MSNBC, free press, free that. Is that such a thing like free anyway? I think uh-huh. that's what a problem allows. First, let's get let's get the things that's going on in the United States as far as investigations and things. Let's leave that out the picture. But okay, let's, let's think about this. Mm-hmm. However long ago that you was born, or your greatest grandfather was born, Nathan, he yes. was born with all the rights that the universe has to offer. Yeah. Just think about that. Now, what happened when you came upon societies and man, and we can say women too in the cases where it happened, they created laws that took some of those rights away from you. Yes, yes, yes. So that's the way it was here in the States. Probably every place else too, because things that you can do in, uh, say, Zambia, you can't do elsewhere, and things that you can do elsewhere, you can't do in Zambia. So it's people that takes rights away from you. In the United States, it's laws that's mm-hmm. enacted on a local level, a state level, and a federal level. Now, what protects those? Well, for us here in the U.S., it's the Constitution. And the Constitution protects you from these lawmakers from taking your rights away. And now the battle begins. So that's about as clear as I can explain it. Yeah, you you said it as easy as you can. And you know, you were talking about... The, the point, the, talking this about. is the point I wanted to make, Bianchi. I was just thinking when you were speaking, I'm like... Uh, and uh, uh, Excuse my expression. I was just thinking mm-hmm. to myself, yeah, Mr. Bianchi's grandparents grew up in a system where there were no cameras. You know what I'm saying? 
mm-hmm. they were not crime. We have cameras everywhere. I mean, they show us on TV that, oh, there's a traffic jam in that direction. Don't go there. They show yeah, us it's... that when there was a, a murder or a, a crime committed, they'll show the suspect walking away. The point I'm trying to make here is there are cameras everywhere. And, I'm, yeah. and, and I understand it's worse in New York. I mean, so we have somebody who lives but in New York here. They uh-huh. say it's worse in London. As soon as you yeah. step out your door, they can track, walk, follow you every place you go. Then you got GPS. That's uh, mm-hmm. every dog gone place. But uh, yeah, you know, you were talking about money laundering in the beginning. Yeah. Al Capone was a notorious, quote unquote, gangster. Well, the way they got him was because of income tax evasion. It wasn't necessary what he was doing. But mm-hmm. it was the fact that he didn't file income tax on the money that he derived from what he was doing, and that's why that's what opened up the doors to further investigation. Mm. Interesting. See, there's no way to track. There's no way to track money. There's no way to track what you're doing if you're doing it in cash money. Now people can suspect That's exactly. Things. That's exactly, Pianki. That's exactly what Kelvin said that one of the deficiencies of the financial intelligence center is uh, just a simple example to the, to the bottom line is those mm-hmm. people that seek uh, the marketeers and simple traders, their money, we are not saying they are creating any crime. The flow of that money is not monitored. Dr. Patrick, your thoughts? Yes, yes, I was, excuse me, I was on mute. Um, um, it's, it's a huge area of discussion that we, we're engaging each other in. And I would, I would pick up from Pianchi's statement when he included the Constitution. Many many countries do not have a constitution similar to what we have in the United States. And basically, within the constitution that we're talking about are checks and balances of three branches. What's, what's interesting is that the checks and balances allows an individual to possess the liberties that Pianchi was talking about, the freedoms and the rights. And each each of the the three branches or the three systems that exist in the local as well as the state as well as the federal government levels, they impact on the individual or the body. What's what's you also mentioned about um, the Mueller situation. The Mueller situation dovetails with what Calvin was talking about in this respect. The Mueller investigation and his report eliminated the in the accusation or the naming or the indictment of a person by name. It's the same thing. That's the same thing as the financial aspect of what Calvin was talking about. They limited their accusation 
of naming the individual. And the reason why both systems are doing that is because the individual, by the Constitution, by their particular laws, restricts an individual from being accused if the individual cannot defend him or herself. So here we have Mueller not or going up to the point of accusing someone, not by name, because that person, if you accuse a person by name and that person cannot defend him or herself, him or herself, you will, in, in essence, indicted or convicted the individual. Same thing as the financial boards. You can't name a person because the person can't defend themselves if you come out with their name. So, again, I agree with the investigation of all matters to actually be in a position to lay the matter on the table so that the individual can defend him or herself. You'll find that throughout government, throughout all countries, throughout all systems of this sort of checks and balances. And when you lose or when you lose that area of defense, you lose your freedom. But us always have those checks and balances. And that's what we're looking at. That's what we're talking about. You mentioned one more thing you mentioned about is there a global type of system? The only global type of system is the international body. And when you're talking about finances, you're talking about the World Trade Organization. And yes. if you're talking about health, you're talking about the World Health Organization or FAO, FAO. So there are large bodies, but the large bodies are contingent on membership. If you don't as one individual, one bad player is not involved or not a member, then there's very little you can do. But the major organizations that I would like to put on the table is WTO and WHO and FAO. That's as close as you get to an international body. Yeah, I have my own opinions and thoughts about these world bodies you're talking about, Dr. Patrick, because when it comes to certain rules, it appears like uh, they only apply to the so-called developing or poor countries and they don't affect the developed countries. Anyway, that's another topic for another day. Uh, let me go back to Kelvin, who's our lead uh, person on this discussion. Uh, Kelvin, I believe it's Alan who made a comment and said the Financial Intelligence Center is a good, it, it's a good idea. It's, it's, it's a good idea. I think he said on paper and... Uh, it's it's a right thing in the right direction. I don't know what the uh, which way you want us you want to take the discussion now. Is it effective? I don't know. Is it? Well, I know you've you've done quite a bit of findings on this. Uh, how has it worked, in your opinion, Kelvin, for the past ten years? I, I think to me, given uh, given its mandate, uh, it's done a good job. Uh, again, uh, uh, this is twofold, right? Uh, have yes. they been effective? Have they been effective uh, executing their terms of reference? Yes, they have. Have they been effective uh, uh, investigating and prosecuting? No. Why? Because that's not their mandate. You see, which brings me to Alan's point that 
whatever information they disseminate, they've, they've done analysis, right? And they, they're suspecting people on tax evasion, on corruption, uh, on fraud, right? So when that information uh, is passed on to the investigative wings, right, it doesn't have to lose, we don't have to lose track of that information, right? Now, at the head of this, no. the, president receives the, the president receives that information, right? Uh, we, we're not private to the report that he receives. Does the FIC include names of people in that report to the president, right? Because what we receive uh, in the public, there are no names uh, mentioned. It's very generic, you see? So in terms of effectiveness, I think it ha FIC has to work with DEC, it has to work with ACC, it has to work with uh, the ZRA, it has to work with the banking system, it has to work with, uh, you know, any organization in Zambia that would help us investigate and prosecute those found wanting. Now, Nathan. Go ahead. I Hello. think he's having issues with his phone. Go ahead. I think he's having issues with his phone. Okay. So, this is this is what um, I didn't understand, uh, Kelvin. First of all, um, everybody is, is condemning uh, FIC. And like uh, we have the Auditor General's um, uh, report in Zambia. Those are annual reports, you know. And we all know that um, DEC, I think, and SEC are already working on... Um, on 14 counts that um, that came from uh, the investigation of uh, FIC. So what people should understand is that um, FIC reports, you know, fraudulent or whatever they flag as looking like suspicious uh, flow of money or accumulation or activities, you know, to, to uh, the law enforcement uh, uh, branches of government that have prosecuted prosecutorial, you know, master, because they can prosecute, as, as you correctly say, you know, right. but what, 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 what everybody is missing is that if they have to do a report, like the Order General's report, they, 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 they are not going to restrict themselves to cases that qualify for prosecution, because in, in money management, there's theft, Okay which is blood, blood and theft is a crime. And then there's misappropriation, there's mismanagement, there's waste spending. So some of those don't meet the threshold of uh, prosecution. And that's what people should be careful about. You know, FIC will investigate everything that looks like, uh, you know, uh, reflects it, that looks, uh, you know, suspicious. So they have the mandate to report it. So I don't know why people are all, all saying, like, why did they do this? Or they, they're bringing... No, they, that is their job. Their job is not to pick which one will be prosecuted. As, as everybody uh, knows, they don't mention names. So that, that report that contains names is what goes to the president and um, the, the Corruption Commission, the Drug Enforcement, and the Zambia Police. You're, you're, you're absolutely um, right. Uh, Kelvin, Kelvin yeah, just yeah. To, to, to add on, 
I think that, for me, um, he's driving my point home. Because right. why are we going to have people who investigate, who flag things, if nothing happens, comes as a result of that? Because it, it's like, it's like uh, when we... You, because, because here's the thing. You can investigate. You can say, okay, this person did this. Quite all right. And my point is not with what they do. They end up reporting it to the powers that be. In this case, the final say, depending on, on, on who you are, is the president. So if there's no body that can say this person, at the very least, say this person is, is factually guilty, this is the evidence, right? This is, right. And they deserve to be prosecuted. This is what we recommend that you do ABCD with this person. Then it's all in vain. That's why I'm saying it looks good on paper. They all, the body is funded, people are paid, they do this. But if we can't act on the information that they gather, what is the, that, that becomes, for me, it becomes a part of wasteful living. So we, we're not condemning what they do. It is important that somebody is monitoring and is reporting these things. Our frustration is from experience as Zambians. These things don't go anywhere. That's where our frustration is. Not that we should right. have an anti-corruption commission. We shouldn't have this spot. No, no. Right. No. Uh, so I mean, you're, you're, you're very right. You're very right. Uh, th- there's one thing I wanted to clarify here. The fixed mandate is not just to public officials. It's private as well as public because they're uh, engaged in money laundering, uh, you know, uh, uh, analyses uh, uh, and things like that. Now, what becomes a thorny issue is our politicians, right? Because the biggest noise is being made by who? The politicians. Why? Because the fake report has named uh, politically exposed uh, individuals. That's why we're seeing uh, responses uh, from the president asking, uh, you know, the public if any minister's name has been named. No, we don't receive the detailed report that you get as the president. What we get is a generic report, which, yes, you, you still have to protect those individuals suspected of uh, money laundering until the investigative wings conduct their work. FIC does not investigate, you see? But, you know, we it need a team like this. It does huh? investigate. No. It doesn't prosecute. It investigates. No, no, no. And they no, even no, have no. international links. They investigate. They don't prosecute. They investigate. What they do? No, what they do, they, do is they, receive, they do receive these reports and analyze whether these constitute uh, financial crimes. That's what they do. So that's an investigation. That's an, they do investigate. That's why they come up with those reports. What they don't do is they can't. They don't have the power to prosecute. So, okay. g- gentlemen, uh, Kelvin. So, for example, if, okay, whatever findings they come up after they make an analysis or investigation, whichever terminology we want to use, to, to whom do they report that? Uh, the police, anti-corruption, uh, drug enforcement? Uh, do we know which direction? Nothing. Nothing. Yes. Um, let, let me just say something here. We are talking about all these technicalities, oh, it is this, it is this. But no one wants to talk about uh, the things which are mentioned there, which probably we should be uh, asking for answers. Whether someone mm-hmm. is saying it is reported to who, it is reported to who. Question is, <laughs> is it true someone has built 49 houses? 
Mr. President. You cannot just tell us that, uh, oh, there is no minister who has been uh, uh, mentioned. Is that true? Somebody has been, uh, has built that. Whether mentioned or not, what are you going to do about it? You can't just tell us that. There is no one, may, there is no and I never forget about it. What kind of a human being are you? Second, the report is saying a terrorist money is being channeled through Zambia. Terrorist money. What are we putting ourselves into? You can't just tell us that nobody has been mentioned and therefore forget about it. We are in trouble as a nation. And even us as a radio, from what I hear here, oh, it is that, this, or that. We, we are also, let's begin to ask the questions which have been raised in there. Forget about the technicalities, who is doing that, who is doing Is terrorist money coming through Zambia? We should worry so, about that. Yeah, so in other words, the next step here should be, uh, like, like Roger is saying, uh, it's not about whether this one has been mentioned or that one has been mentioned. Let's take one item here. Terrorist money is coming through Zambia. What next? Nowhere. Oh, good morning. This is this is this is very this is very tough and very uh, uh, very disheartening because if there is terrorist money coming through Zambia, it the whole world, if the whole world is looking at that, we are, we are part of, of, of the terrorist organization. If the president knows that there's money being laundered, whether it's by a minister or not, going through Zambia, it is a problem. Now, two years ago, we all heard the audio of our president saying, I have got reports of my people my ministers getting sums of money in their accounts, building mansions, having properties. Where is that money coming from? And I will get in, I'll get to the bottom of it. That was two years ago. He gets a report again. This, and he said, no ministers are mentioned. What is this saying? When he says, I know. I have seen reports of my ministers. Like Roger said, where is this country going? Terrorism money going into the being used to launder. This is this is not good for our country. We are helping terrorists around the world channeling money through our our country. The president has to come up and say something about this. He has to address uh, this issue. He, okay. Nathan. Nathan. Go ahead. Tell me. Nathan. Brother Musokotwane has said, uh, uh, Nathan, if terrorist money is coming through Zambia, it is not just money. It, it is supposed to be coming with people. Those people, one day, they would want refuge in our country. One day, someone will want to start looking for them. And there is war right there. Terrorists, by the way, by their nature, they can turn around and start, you know, if, 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 if they say, for instance, they are paying our president money, it doesn't deliver what they are saying, guess what? 
shopping malls have to start blow, to be blown up. That is their nature. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now we are alarming the nation, guys. We should. We should. What about the What about the Here is the point. Gentlemen, hold on, hold on. Here is the point I wanted to raise, and I don't know who wants to jump in here, okay? This this issue of, I don't know, Kelvin, if you are able to frame, authenticate that they, they've established that the terrorist money has been going through Zambia and things like that. Can we ask for help from the FBI, from the Scotland Yard, to help us establish the source and who in Zambia is the contact or no, what do you call it, the the no, pipeline, the pipeline through which this man is going. Can, do we have the capacity? We have the capacity to do that. Tefio, Kelvin, I don't know wants to respond to this because it's serious. I, 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 I can, yes. I can say this. I can say this, uh, Nathan. Sorry, sorry for uh, for choking you, Kelvin. When whatever money goes into the system, it's very easy to stop at the click of a keyboard. You know. And that's why terrorists have been finding it difficult because the U.S. government has been on them. So mm-hmm. if they suspected that there was some money, you know, that could have come from very dubious sources, you know, it's, that's the easiest thing to stop. And Zambia, you know, is a signatory to all, all, all the protocols about, uh, you know, you know, you know not, you. Stop, not laundering. Stop, stop right there, Cleta. Stop right there. Stop right there. Zambia is a signatory to the protocols on Ephesia things to do with terrorism, okay? And you made the statement and you said the U.S. government has been on them. Am I getting a message? Of course, what I'm trying to say, here's the point I want to make. Am I getting the impression that my government is not paying attention to this? That's why we need investigators. You know, those things can't just, you know, investigate itself. So once they flag this, then the action will be taken, you know. But going back to Mr. Lungu, you know, it, it exposes his ineptitude too. You can't, you are the chief law enforcer in Zambia. You can't be asking people, oh, show, show me this, show me. You, you are the person who has the, the report, unredacted report, you know. It's so irritating. It's irritating. He was in New York there and saying, like, oh, you say the fire attendants, show me, show me the... You are the one who's supposed to show us. It's not the, the, the other way around. Nathan, you have asked a very important question. That's, Nathan, that's, you have asked that's a very important one. question. Can we call the FBI as Zambians? Can we talk to CIA as Zambians? <laughs> Who can we talk to? If our government uh, 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 is putting our country in danger, <laughs> that's a question. But, but Roger, so, um, so guys, I, I, can assure you, I can assure you that. Uh, so Nathan, I can assure you that. You know, Nathan, so, just sorry, one point. Think, just, you know, you know, just to go back to what we're talking about. My point is always: is there a way in which, when we suspect people of doing wrong, they can be prosecuted <laughs> without permission from the president? Is there a way in which the, the Anti-Corruption Commission can say, we have found you doing this, we are going to court, and this is the verdict, without having to get permission? We don't need the president's permission. As far as we are concerned, you have been stealing. This is our evidence. Let's go to court. Because this idea of you investigating, you report to somebody else, and it goes nowhere. It's, we're going to keep going around in well, circles. That's the point we need you to say, before, uh, guys, before Kelvin comes in, the gentleman, we have, I have about eight minutes left here before we go to open forum. Here's my point, and I want everybody to hear me here. 
this is the one of the re- this is this is not just a tenth anniversary party. When we come to Dallas in September, these are the types of discussions we're going to zero into things. Remember what I've said, the ambassador is going to be there, he's going to hear us, and he's going to be a representative of the government. We are going to tell him to say, Your Excellency, we can't continue on this path anymore of just talking, okay? Please take these things to the State House for us and let our president know this is the way we are thinking. And I'm just trying to encourage you to say that it's going to be serious business in September. We are not coming to dance and drink. Zambia Block Talk Radio uh, doesn't play or drink. So that's what I'm trying to encourage you to do. Yes, yes, Kelvin, go ahead as we wind up. I think... uh, you see, uh, the biggest concern is whether this information is acted on or not, uh, especially when it exposes, uh, you know, uh, public officials, ministers, you know, people, yes. you know, in the president's circle. I think to me what needs to happen is, yes, the president must receive an unredacted report as well as parliament, as well as parliament or a select committee in parliament. Why? Because then we're trying to render openness, objectivity in, in, in these things. What would stop the president from sitting on such information because it involves the, his political advisor, for instance? You see that? Mm-hmm. We can't, like I said, we cannot be trusting the affairs of our nation uh, on somebody's individual you know, uh, doings. We can't. We need, we need the system. We need the, you know, an organization like parliament, for instance, that has these powers. You receive this information so that this information then at an appropriate time is disseminated to the people because it's ridiculous. Like Roger asked, who owns 49 houses in a space of five years? Those are the critical <laughs> questions that we need to be asking. You see that? Uh-huh. And anybody condemning what Fick is doing is just an enemy of the state because this is where all our money is going. Right, ninety percent, eighty to ninety percent of the yeah. money in the economy is, is is what government money, donor money. We all know that. It's true. But if this Kelvin, do we know? Do we know of any private citizens who has been whatever put in trouble, if I may use that simple terminology, by virtue of a fear FIC a report or investigation? Do we know of any private citizens that- in Zambia? No, no, not that I know of. Why? Because remember, I told you that uh, when FIC reports to you and me, they, they issue a trends report, right? So when they yes. issue a report to the public, they are not naming anybody, right? Now, this is where, when the investigative wings come in based on the FIC, uh, you know, analysis, right, they should be able to trace it back and say, we are prosecuting this individual based I... on the information we received from FIC. You see, because SEC, SEC can investigate uh, corruption, fraud. They can investigate those things. The DEC can investigate uh, money laundering and things like that, right? We know that this, the SEC will say uh, we're prosecuting this individual because uh, during our investigation we found ABC. But the FIC doesn't do that. It doesn't tell you and me, you see? So whether, whether these individuals, uh, private or public, are being prosecuted on the basis of a FIC report, we don't know that. Well, you know, another thing, too, Nathan, you asked about could the FBI help you. The, the FBI works under the Department of Justice here in the United States. Now, if you have, I, I kind of go back to Nigeria when they were depositing money in, in the bank in D.C. called Riggs Bank. Well, that request has to be made from a country's government that the United States recognize. 
You just can't be mm. a bunch of citizens come together and say, hey, FBI, we got a problem. We need your help. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a good one. The fight is the, 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 for international Nathan, crimes Nathan, is the CIA. Roger, so, uh, Nathan, just real quick, uh, based on uh, the FBI question, uh, one of the functions of FIC, right, is to mm-hmm. enter into any agreement or arrangement in writing with the foreign designated authority which the center considers necessary to discharge or performance of its functions. So the question of okay. an individual, you know, private citizen going to the FBI does not arise because FIC has that. So then what do we do as private citizens if the government or president is not acting? Is there any provision for that? What do we do? Yankee, tell Patrick, I mean, the, my close friend has been mentioned in the report, and I'm, I'm the president. What, what do we do? We need to act, okay? Well, you, have a, you have to have a, what's to call a revolution. <laughs> ah, there you go. <laughs> and uh, and <laughs> I like you the word revolution. Maybe the report should not be going to the president. Good morning. The, po- the report should not be going to the president. Okay, guys. Uh, Roger is taking over here. Uh, we're going to do uh, open forum, and I hope you enjoyed the discussion. We shall continue with uh, uh, what needs to be done and uh, everything that goes with that. All right. Thank you for, for calling in. Let's, uh, let's call back in.